And now the podcast about a group of friends who had never seen Arrested Development and the one podcaster who had no choice but to get them all together. This is Frozen Bananas and Ketchup. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Frozen Bananas and Ketchup, the podcast where we discuss Arrested Development episodes that the hosts either have not seen or are seeing for the first time in a while, depending on which host is talking. And it's it's been a while since we've actually said which host is which. So I'm going to introduce the hosts and you can say uh, your familiarity with the rest of Element. Just, uh, you know, let, let the audience know what's, what's up. First, we have Charlie. Hello, I have never seen Arrested Development. Thank you and welcome. Uh, next, we have Giovanni, Gio. That's my name, G-E-O. So I have seen... Some episodes of Arrested Development with you, John, but I haven't seen them like in a row from episode to episode like we're doing it now. All right. Well, we're happy to have you. And finally, last but certainly not least, my friend Peter. Peter, what's your uh, familiarity with Arrested Development? Hello. Yeah. So I also had watched um, Arrested Development with you, John, on a couple of uh, watch parties. So in quick succession, a fair chunk of them, um, I think. Some of the newer episodes that came out afterwards, I did not see, but um, I did see, like I said, that that chunk, but only really like that one time. So this is a, a refresher for me. Very good. We are happy to have you. As Gio said, and Peter said, I am your host, John, and I've seen this show a million times. I watch it like a lot of nights when I go to bed as well. So I'm very familiar with the rest of development. I've had it on DVD ever since dvds uh, of the show existed so let's uh jump into this week's episode which is called in god we trust imdb describes it as the family attorney arranges george senior's release from prison for christmas later george michael has to wear an embarrassing codpiece in a pageant so not not the best description there but it it Get some of the main points. So I guess without further ado, let's jump right in. Geo, what are your thoughts on this episode? I enjoyed this episode. It was moderately funny. I liked the part where uh, the lawyer, the new lawyer is on uh, He's like, I will hide behind that couch. Trying to hide so, so he's not seen uh, because he's not supposed to be seen because they're trying to switch lawyers or something. Wayne Jarvis, I shall duck behind this couch. <laughs> and then later on in the episode, he's like, I have needs. Uh, when, when, I am a man, see- Michael. <laughs> Uh, and then another part that I liked was Tobias is uh, being a never nude. That word never nude would did, did, was that made up by the show? I'm assuming it was made up by the show, but I don't know for sure. Because I've heard it other places too. Like I think uh, in games we played, like Monikers, the, a game that we, me and John, and some of that was play. probably referencing this. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. The never nude was something that. Um, we were building up to there were literal glimpses of it um even i think even in the first episode yeah um and then we saw a little bit more in one of the more recent episodes and now it was confirmed the diagnosis was tobias suffers from never nude <laughs> which is exactly what it sounds like also i found it very interesting to see how things played out when his his mother lucille lucille won was being very conniving and, and like spreading rumors around and seeing what happens after that. It's trying to make herself look good. It's so unlike her. <laughs> so unlike her. Continues her manipulative ways. Yeah, and, and she was like f- feeding fuel to the fire type of thing. She's very good at that. She's very yeah. good. Speaking of very good, let's jump over to Charlie. Charlie, what were your thoughts on this episode? I liked it. It was, you know, definitely not as 
funny as my mother the car, but it 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 had its moments, that's for sure. I do like that Lucille continued to stir the pot at every opportunity that she had, and I did like that, you know, they brought back Marta and, you know, with Michael trying to learn Spanish and it ended up being like for business. Like <laughs> that'll get her hot. <laughs> yeah, not anything that's useful, but it's fine. But and also on that same vein, how, you know, Marta was saying, I love you to Job, and he's like, Great, now I'm late. Like, <laughs> like what dick but yeah so the the episode had its moments but i definitely didn't think it was as funny as our previous episode that is fair that is fair and yeah speaking of marta and job i i'm always i'm curious what she sees in job is he a project for her like is she trying to make him better a lot of women like broken men that they (laughs) think that they can fix it's the magic (laughs) job is full of magic and uh, but no, very good, very good. Peter, what were your overall thoughts on this one? I agree with the sentiment that was uh, sentiment that was provided um, by the other hosts. Not my favorite episode. Some parts were a little awkward. I, I think this show likes to walk the line of politically correctness, but sometimes I'm, I'm not a fan of that as much. Um, and this is kind of one of those episodes where. Some of the jokes didn't really land for me. All right, that's fair. And we can definitely discuss as we uh, get more into the episode. So let's jump over to Geo. Geo, what's a topic that you wanted to discuss with the group? Barry Zuckerberg. Let's talk about him. Zucker corn. Zucker. Oh. <laughs> Zucker corn. That's what I meant. Zucker corn. So. I had a quote about Barry Zuckercorn. It'll be a very long time before Barry Zuckercorn get, calls anyone a homo again. And it, it's not that long. What? It's not that long until he does it again since he said it. Yeah, he said it again. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I also, I thought it was funny when George Michael got the small nuts that he had to wear as uh, as the statue. The front piece. The what? For, uh, as the front piece. Adam. A front piece. Cod piece that Chalmers um, <laughs> referencing in the summary. Yes. Okay. Yeah, the not study out of where. Because the painting that they are recreating in like traditional art from that time period, the penises are not very large. <laughs> and yeah. he found that um, embarrassing. So. Right. Yeah. Because he found the muscle suit like he was trying to impress maybe with the muscle suit and the small penis w- would not have impressed maybe. So that's not what he was going for. And he, and he stole uh, uh, Tobias Funke's uh, jeans there, cut off jeans. Yes, he did. To the horror of the uh, attendees at the um, at the festival. Yeah. And uh, he gets like shunned out of the out of the place. And then Tobias stands up and stands up for him. And he's like, there are dozens Dozens of, of people like that. There are dozens of us. Dozens. Yeah. There are dozens of us. Because Tobias confused George Michael's desire to wear the muscle <laughs> suit because he thought he was fooling his cousin. Again, yeah. creepy AF. <laughs> but um, Tobias took that as him not wanting to be nude. And he thought he found someone that was also suffering yeah. from the never nude diagnosis that we had mentioned earlier yeah yeah and uh jumping back to barry like barry says his first thing at the beginning um like if you want to be eve you have to get in line between behind a bunch of homos and like michael and Lindsay are like horrified with him yeah. he's like all excited and like they're like showing him like no you shouldn't be excited about this yeah that is one of the ones where i'm just like that just 
did not hit for me. And I know it was like a running joke throughout this episode. And I thought it was kind of really interesting and kind of awkward that like when he said that joke, they did a quick cut to Portia de Rossi, who plays Lindsay, who I don't think she was out at the time, but is now in a very high profile relationship with Ellen DeGeneres. So I thought that was kind of interesting that that was, they cut to her reaction to him are with they still the together? homo comments. Yeah, they are ma- happily married. Okay, I thought they broke up. But yeah, like, well, Barry, keep, he continually makes comments about that. But then at the end, he, like, when he's asking George Sr. about, like, prison, he's like, yeah, it's never the ones you want. So, like, Barry himself is a closeted individual. Yeah. I also didn't understand that, like, he would still hire or have the guy who's suing him work for him. I guess that some might sometimes happen, but I would assume that that would, they would uh, break ties when he won the settlement. <laughs> it seems an awkward thing. But it was it was a little funny that he was kind of baiting him on. The employee was kind of baiting him on with the recorder because he wanted to, like, redecorate his... Uh, kitchen. I think his kitchen said. or something, yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice nice and awkward situation there. It is fun to see the Fonz in, like, a different role than being the Fonz. And Henry Winkler has done a lot of, like, great, like, iconic roles, like, then and now. Like, if any of you have seen the show Barry, he's, like, awesome in that show, too. He's not Barry like he is in this, though. Have any of you seen Barry? It's with Bill Hader, yeah. I haven't seen it. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. He got an Emmy for that, and I think that was Henry Winkler's first Emmy. He didn't get an Emmy for the font. Hey, I'm the font here. <laughs> How you doing? Hey. Especially not if he talked like that. How you doing? How you doing? I, you doing I? I'm doing I, too. Hey, the fonts. So Gio's clearly only read about the fonts and never watched Happy Days. <laughs> I forget an episode. I, I haven't seen the show in a long time, but that's my impression of him. <laughs> it's not accurate, Sean. Is that what you're saying? What are you doing over there looking at me like that? I'm the fonts. All right. He lives in Milwaukee, not like Brooklyn. Okay. Sunday, <laughs> Monday, Tuesday. Is, is that Tacos. Is that, is that in Minnesota? What was it again? Wisconsin? Yeah. I don't know what you said. Forget it. All right. Let, let's jump to our next uh, round of topics. Peter, what do you got for us? I thought it was funny how self-involved uh, Tobias and Lindsay are and how it impacts their relationship with their daughter. Maybe, again, this is kind of a running thing with them, but it, I thought it was funny when she comes in and they forgot about her. And so then they were like, oh, she thinks we're so self-involved and we can fix this and their solution to fix their daughter thinking that they're self-involved is to fix their individual situations that have nothing to do with their daughter. They're like, oh, I'm going to go try to get this part. And, oh, I'm going to go talk to my mom about getting more money. Yeah, that that's going to fix the fact that they left their daughter. And, and they inadvertently leave her only again. Leave her again, yes. <laughs> so, poor maybe. I forgot to mention uh, Lucille Ostero's uh, famous part there where she got a touch of the dizzies where... where... <laughs> that's what she calls it right but uh yeah, yeah she she uh she wanted to go out in public with with buster were you gonna call him booster yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah Gio. booster Gio, you're like the the president of the liza minnelli fan club you realize she she is single so uh, you might want to kind of hit her up <laughs> Maybe I will, but she wanted to go out in public with Booster, 
with Buster, I know. And uh, Buster was like, no, my, my, my mother might see you, Lucille number one. And she stood up, she's like, getting the touch of the digits, like, oh, oh my God, oh my God, we're, oh, never mind, I'm good, I'm good. She, every time she gets to Disney's, I start cracking up. I'm glad you find Vertigo funny, Geo. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> no, she does a great job. She's she's excellent in the show. She's not an Oscar-winning actress for nothing. What did she win an Oscar for? Cabaret. Ah, that makes sense. But yeah, like you were saying, Peter, like with Maybe's issues, like we can kind of see like why Maybe develops the way she does because her parents are so uninvolved in her life. Not great parenting technique at, at all. <laughs> I wonder where they get that from. Charlie, we haven't heard from you in a little bit. What did you want to discuss? I did like the ongoing cutoff joke and how Lucille One already knew about the, the fact that uh, Tobias wore cutoffs, and instead of it, what 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 was the what was the term that they said? Never nude. Never, Never nude. nude. Yeah. yeah, she was just like, I thought he just liked cutoffs, but how they went back and they're just like, yeah, you know, he wears cutoffs, and they show him like that time where she ripped the towel off him and he was wearing those those shorts, and then like him at the doctor's office, and like every opportunity for him to wear cutoffs, and it's just like, of all things to wear, that's probably the most uncomfortable <laughs> undergarment you could have chose, but okay. And then, yeah, we talked about, you know, their complete disregard for maybe, and, you know, I liked how she left the fake travel tickets and you have joe <laughs> thinking that michael's trying to take off to portugal because he's also trying to learn spanish and he thinks portugal's in south america yeah you know you got to put two and two together they don't speak spanish in portugal portuguese they speak portuguese <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the hell? but yeah the fact that every, multiple people thought portugal was in south america is, is funny yeah i would say those are probably my two favorite two favorite little things and just the fact that tobias is back in this in this episode just brought me some joy because I miss his face. He's he's a good guy. <laughs> he deserves some love. He was looking out for George Michael in this episode. He was trying to be a good uncle in his own odd way. When George Michael mentions that he can't take the muscle suit off and Tobias like reveals his cutoffs, he's like, I understand more than you'll never know. And he just exits the room slowly and George Michael just goes, yikes. That was, that was <laughs> <odd>. <laughs> Same, dude. <laughs> Actually, just the way that conversation starts, like he's like, "Oh, can I? Can we have the room? We need to talk." And George Michael's like, "Oh, all right, I'll leave." And he's like, "No, I was, I was referring to you. Maybe we, can you please leave?" <laughs> and he just sits on the suitcase, like completely <laughs> oblivious to like what's going on. The fact that he went into there with just a robe and what he considers new dude. <laughs> is just awkward to begin with like why why would that be your choice of attire to discuss this with your your nephew but anyway that's why he said yikes i can't believe i said barry zuckerberg instead of barry zuckercorn i liked how like, michael and Lindsay kept on trying to conspire against the mom but she kept on like one-upping them like they're getting along so then she plants the seeds to to stir the pot she does, but then they realize it again, and then they, they try to do it again, and then she just does it again. And then when they're, like, again, paying out of pocket then to try to, like, catch their mom in an indiscretion with their dad, and then she's with a completely different person, which completely backfires what their their goal is to try to get rid of Barry lawyer. That She ends up with the other lawyer that they wanted, so then their, their whole thing kind of just kept on backfiring on them which was interesting they were trying to teach her a lesson and uh yes it definitely backfired because he has needs yeah and i, I guess the main 
reference. I didn't. I think usually the show like ties in the title pretty well, but this one I'm like I get it, but I I didn't like it as much. I mean, in God We Trust, and then Michael Senior comes out of jail to play God, and then after the reveal of um, George Michael wearing the cutoff shorts in the uh, recreation of the um, the artwork, the reveal that god was gone that was that was that was funny and everyone's like oh my gosh there's no god and all that stuff that was <laughs> there that was is amusing. no god when in fact michael senior was trying to use the opportunity to escape george senior or yeah george senior sorry <laughs> yes and he chose a, a terrible outfit to try to escape in and he wasn't even wearing a jock <laughs> Yeah, no, and yeah, he he got caught pretty quickly by Michael, and then that that guard who like felt bad having to zap him because he changed his life, got him into dancing. The guard, yeah, he knew he could be a dancer, and then he was a guard at this event or whatever, cop at this event. I'm like, you've really fulfilled your fantasy there, bud. Glad I could make a difference. Did anybody else have any topics they wanted to bring up or any quotes that uh, anybody enjoyed in this episode? Again, I wasn't targeting uh, any specific quotes, but I, I feel like this episode ended in quite a cliffhanger. A da- like, it seemed a dangerous duo of like maybe and Lucille potentially conspiring with each other um, to manipulate the family. We know Lucille's pretty good at manipulating her kids and you see some of the attempts in maybe trying to like manipulate her parents, having them join forces potentially in the future is interesting. Yes. And uh, there might be more to come from that. So we shall see. Uh, let's see anything from anybody else. Charlie, Geo. I'm good. I'm good. good. Yeah, it it definitely didn't hold hold my interest as uh as much as the previous episode. So <laughs> all right. So yeah, just a few quotes that have like kind of endured through this one. So like when Buster is explaining to George Michael about uh, being in the part, he's like, "You just can't do anything that violates the original painting, like giggling or itching." They do allow some nervous crying, but you can tell they don't like it. <laughs> that one's kind of endured, and you just have like. Barry, uh, you can see that he keeps charging people for more time than they actually used. So not a very good attorney, despite what his bench says, that he's very good. I'm not getting charged for this phone call either. (laughs) It's almost like falling into the stereotype of like the sharky lawyer that is um, not a good person and it's out for to make a buck right more about wayne jarvis like he he says he doesn't like small talk and michael's like well this must be a freebie because i'm having a ball and he's like when you're ready to get serious i'll come back (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then like they're like do you know any way that we could embarrass our mother i've used one adjective to describe myself what is it professional and he just shakes his head and walks away. Yeah, that actor's been in a, quite a bit of things. I don't, I don't know what his name is specifically, but he, I feel like he has quite the resume. John Michael Higgins is the actor, and let's see, he's in A Mighty Wind, Pitch Perfect, Best in Show. Oh, he was one of the hosts in Pitch Perfect, like the broadcaster, yeah, yeah, the announcers. He was, he played this the sexist uh, broadcaster. He's in a lot of things, and he. Does a great job. Oh, he was born in Boston. Oh, there we go. He went to Amherst College. <laughs> Tobias is he's trying on some like a speedo kind of thing. And he's like, Does this effectively hide my thunder? <laughs> what what do yeah. you think he's referring to when he says thunder? Thunder thighs. So that's what I was thinking, but another podcast said he was talking about his penis. So that's I'm, what I always think. Mm, I 
okay. I was Maybe. thinking thunder die, thunder yeah. dies. I've ne- I've heard I've heard that term. I've never heard anybody refer to their penis as thunder. Yeah, and I think that scene I kind of reiterates what Charlie was referencing. Where like there are other choices if you don't want to be nude that you could do. You would think he would wear the speedo right. <laughs> versus the jeans under the speedo. <laughs> The gene cutoffs under the speedo. There's less of a bulge that way, though. But no, it's definitely true. But you would think he would just steal uh, if he was worried about a bulge. He would just steal the whole Adam costume or whatever with the with the front piece. Right. I like when uh, George Michael's doing the push-ups. And he's like 99, 100. And maybe he's like, oh, I had you at 10. Like, oh, it's a running total for the day. And the disappointment on his face when he realized that maybe knew the entire time that he was wearing a muscle suit and that wasn't really his body. One other thing, um, when Job is at Lucille's place and he says, like he's complaining about Marta, and he says, if I have to smell another meal of fish, rice, and mango, I'm going to kill somebody. And then in the background, uh, you see the housekeeper like hiding her meal. <laughs> that is not, that's not what you smell in a in a one person's house it's it's rice chicken and beans well that's what job said yell at job don't yell at me fish is a mediterranean diet i think <laughs> mm, not necessarily but i made salmon the other day and it was delicious oh, one thing i forgot to mention in the last episode did you all think it was kind of weird that job is the one who solved that lucille was the one that caused that car accident no yeah that was weird like, what was it that he, he figured out, like, that's not something that Michael would say? That sounds like mom? Yeah, I mean, he he was typically oblivious to, like, even, I think in that episode, when they were talking about the party, he was there, he was involved in the discussion. And then when Michael comes back to me, like, why didn't you guys go? And he's like, that's the first time I've heard about this party. Like, he, he is typically oblivious. So it was a little out of character for him to connect the dots. Him doing it, quicker than michael because michael was concussed and like medicating yeah um, made a little bit of sense and i think it just played in i i just chalked it up to him just really wanting to like put one over on or to like point out his mom's shortcomings or whatever but yeah it it, it did seem out of character for him to to be so aware of everything yeah i do like though how they came back to the whole, like, that sounds like mom right. kind of bit <laughs> with this episode, just based on, like, you know, that game of telephone that Lucille kept playing yeah. with Lindsay and Michael. Like, oh, no, that doesn't sound like... That doesn't sound like me. That sounds like mom. Like, yeah, I, I wouldn't say stay at home mom or what was it? Stay on a bed, stay in, mom. Stay, stay in, in bed. bed, mom. That sounds like something mom would say. Do you want to inflict harm on a person? That sounds, sounds like something mom would say. Oh, one other thing on this at the end of this episode when, uh, like, Job's convinced Michael's going to Portugal. Like, that's literally what, what Job was trying to do in the last episode. So, like, Job's just like projecting himself onto Michael. Technically, he was trying to go to South America, but I guess he <laughs> yeah. thought. Portugal and South America. Right. And And one other thing that I just thought was weird that this is one of the few episodes that doesn't have a on the next episode segment. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't even notice. I noticed it because I was watching it on on Netflix because Hulu wasn't working for me for a second. And I and I thought that Netflix had a problem when they didn't show it or something. So I watched it on Hulu again to see if it played, and it played this time, and I realized that they both had no ending. Well no uh recap. Yep, yep, the episode just 
just ends, which is unusual. To me, it builds on that cliffhanger of maybe Lucille teaming up adds more to the suspense of what's potentially to come. Is this one considered a holiday episode? Technically, yes. I wonder if that's why there's no um, yeah, next time. Could be. Could be. Yeah, that's better than any explanation I can think of. Oh, I can't wait until the next Christmas episode. That one, that one's a lot of fun. But anyway, let's get to our frozen banana ratings. So this is the point of the episode where we rate it one to 10 frozen bananas. And uh, sometimes we give a description of why we gave it that score. Sometimes we just give it the score and move on. So let's start with Peter. Peter, how many frozen bananas you give in this one? 6.5. 6.5 frozen bananas. Very good. Charlie, how many frozen bananas you got for us? Uh, I gave it a six. Six. All right. And Geo, what are you giving this episode? I gave it a 6.6. Okay. All right, 6.6. All right, a lot of uh, negativity on this episode. I actually really, really enjoy this episode. I'm going to give this one 8.5 frozen bananas, and I'm going to make sure they effectively hide my thunder. (laughs) 8.5? No, it's... uh, I I like this episode a lot. Holy crap. (laughs) Very good episode. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. But yeah, this one has some, like, key quotes in it, like the There Are Dozens of Us Dozens Buster's quote about you could do this, but you could tell they don't like it. So that's, like, a fun meme thing. But yeah, just a a lot of parts in this episode I I have fun with. And Wayne Jarvis, he's he's great. Yeah, and I I liked watching how, like, manipulative the the mother was in this episode, too. It was trying to figure out what what she was going to do next, like, to try to throw a wedge in between the, the relationship between Mike and his sister. Only for them to come at the end and be like, yeah, well, I'm not not really big on us being close. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, I'm not into it. Let's not do this anymore, thanks. Well, at least we're still pals, huh? Yeah, that's not really doing it for me this time. Yeah. All right, bye, everybody. Bye. 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 All right, and yeah, for those listening, come back next week when we will be discussing the next episode, Storming the Castle. Classic episode. All right. Bye.